0: Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Get your booties in here. Take your seats, find your desk. Aaron, leave the AI alone. Stop that. She's gonna she's gonna snipe you. Quick. All right, everybody, settle down. Settle. Down. All right. As you can see, no Charlie. He had to take off today. Uh well, he's here, but he isn't here. Yes. Right. Charlie's an AI today. So what? Yeah, he's in AI world with Natasha. <coughs> bloop. Yep. Bloop. <laughs> so he'll he'll be doing his thing from remote location. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm just I'm just gonna get into it with y'all today. Um, <laughs> maybe we should talk about Taylor Swift poll. <sighs> you know what? That's actually that's a good place to start. Yes, Charlie. Yeah, I'm in an
1: undisclosed location in a bunker.
0: Oh, no, no, no. That's another talk show. Yeah, that's that's Mark Levin. I used to like him. I think he's gone crazy now. Um, Aaron, um, I have to wonder whether or not her boyfriend's team made it to the Super Bowl simply because the Super Bowl was making more money off of her involvement in this. I, I wonder whether or not she's getting a promotional fee for all of this. Um, don't forget folks, the NFL is incorporated as an entertainment, um, company, not a sporting company. Um, they could have been registered as a sporting, you know, enterprise sports. They're not, they're entertainment like, uh, wrestling. So just keep that in mind. Cause it kind of actually goes with where I'm going to end up today. Um, to be kind of a tame day probably going to be a boring day, but we'll see. Sometimes you guys like these days. I was sitting down last night at founding fathers and just wasn't feeling it. Um, so I was, I was like, okay, well, what else we're going to do? Nothing came to mind. So I went to bed, got up this morning, came here, got like a 25 minute drive to the studio. and Nothing comes to my head. I got an email this morning from one of y'all. And, um, I was reading it, and I was like, ah, okay. The Putin interview with Carl Tuckerson. And in the email, it was like, hey, um, guys, thanks for helping me learn to look at the world through different perspectives, different lenses. Helped me listen to Putin a little differently. We need to understand something. Um, when Tucker interviews Vladimir Putin, the Russian is is he's not western in his thinking the bear and he's not eastern or middle eastern the russian is a critter all into himself but we have to your enemy is one of the best sources of information about yourself that you can possibly find and i watched a couple of clips of the interview i didn't watch the whole interview but i watched a few clips that the babylon Bee has up And Putin revealed a few things to us. First of all, he explains the history of Russia for us from the Russian perspective. That's valuable because we look at the history of Russia from the Western world's perspective, from our perspective, and we have this nasty tendency to override our opinion on top of them. Well, you really shouldn't do that you should at least allow other people to have their own opinions of themselves and their own country and their own history. Don't you think? So when we're listening to Putin, he talked about a few things that um, caught my attention. Um One of them is he's talking about who destroyed that pipeline. <laughs> and Tucker's like, well, um, you would know you know you've got information wouldn't wouldn't this be a good uh, victory for you in in the propaganda world and Putin's like <clears throat> what good would that do us the the world's media for the most part is controlled by the United States especially you know in the United States and Europe so Putin tells Tucker it's not cost effective to try and tell the world who blew up that pipeline he says, you know, but Tucker realizes he knows, and and Putin was real quick since y'all did it. And he says, you know, I was too busy; I had other things going on during the Nord Stream pipeline. And he, and he tells Tucker, "I'm pretty sure you got a you got a alibi too." He goes, "But the CIA has no such alibi." Well, I don't know if the CIA did it or not, but uh, uh, I did bring you a couple of stories that we had U.S. military personnel in the area at the time, shortly before doing things where that explosion happened why would we do that? Oh man, that's, that's, that's a discussion for Thursday shows. The point is Putin is not necessarily the enemy in this case that we're going to hear people want to make him out to be, they, they they're going to call Tucker Carlson a traitor. They don't want him coming back into country and all this stuff because of the, because he did an interview uh, since when does the American left, when did it lose its love affair with the Russians and communists? When did that happen? Um I, I I have to apologize ahead of time today. This is this is one of these days where my thoughts, I, I've got a lot of I got a lot. That's the problem. Too much is going on in the head right now. I don't know how to organize it for you. Putin was also talking about the US dollar. And he says that the the US policy to use the dollar as a, as a weapon of foreign policy was a big mistake. Oh, he's right. Putin is absolutely correct about that. And he points out to Tucker, he says, if you think that you, your country can keep doing what it's doing with the U.S. dollar and that everybody else in the world is just going to put up with it, he's like, you know, what the heck does, what, what what are the Americans running this place? What are they smoking? You know, he doesn't say that, but that's, that's the effect of his comment. And then he goes over all the money that we're spending the $33 trillion in debt, you know, who the heck are we to be talking to anybody about anything? And then finally Tucker asks him a really revealing question. And he goes, cause Putin made a comment about how our elected officials set a policy and then our, our, the people in charge of our bureaucracies overrule it. And Tucker goes, well, why do you think that is? Do you, do you think it's like there's somebody else running our country other than the elected officials? And Putin goes, bingo. So there's a lot of value in that interview if you watch it for more than its face value. These type of interviews are never done for the face value. International diplomacy is a lot like reading um, reading the parables of Jesus in the Bible. What? Yeah, pay attention. You can read the parable in the Bible, and if you're a non-believer, sometimes the parable doesn't even make any sense. But at best, it'll just have like a surface story. Well, yeah, the the, the one kid left his father, took all his inheritance early, spent it, wasted it on, you know, booze, drugs, and women, and he just got hungry and went back to daddy because he knew daddy'd feed him. That's all you get out of it. Oh, well, there's a lot more going on in the parable of the prodigal son. There's a whole lot more going on there. Well, these. Public interviews are the same way. There's at least three levels of conversation going on here. There's the one for the rubes. Those of us that are all going to argue over what the heck Putin, I mean, it's going to be the fodder for the talk shows this week, today and next week. Then there's the one for the little bit better thinking individuals who are going to look a little deeper into it. And then there's going to be the one, the level of conversation for the movers and shakers of the world. And Putin is not a chump. He knows he's talking to all three at once. And he's good at it. And he was doing that. And we need to learn to read this type of stuff from that line, that that way of looking. Um, there's more going on in that interview, and there's more going on in what he's telling us. And we need to start. We've got to stop looking at the world from our own myopic narrow, self-centered worldview as, as an individual and as a country. When this nation first started out, excuse me, the founding fathers, they, 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 peace with everybody, free trade. We don't want to go to war with anyone. You know, just used to be called laissez-faire, leave us alone. Isolationism is what the progressives called it because we just wanted to live and let live where did that go? I mean, I know in the secular history of things, I, I I know where it went. I know what happened. What happened to us as a people? This is one of these days where, for better or worse, whether you like it or not, it's it's up to you. You're You're the consumer of this show. You decide for yourself. But this is one of these days where I'm just going to pull back within myself and talk to myself. Got a few notes on the desk. Got a couple things in my head. Got some things I want to show you. Hopefully water jug will join us today before the show's over because we're going to go to something he mentioned yesterday. We're going to get to that as well. He put it in the comment section. Oh, I'm going to be a little bit of all over the place, but I'm mostly going to lament on something dealing with human nature. This refusal to listen to the other side of anything. We're going to attack Tucker Carlson because he's talking to Vladimir Putin. Why is Vladimir Putin an enemy right now? Oh, because he's attacking Ukraine. Well, when the heck did Ukraine become an ally? When did Ukraine become an ally of the United States? Well, it didn't. Well, what, why are we defending the Ukraine? <laughs> Dig a little deeper. The Ukraine was the laundering center of the Western world. Uh, Democrats and Republicans americans and europeans all of our filthy dirty corrupt politicians were laundering their money through there and there and then through uh uh latvia or lithuania some one of those countries up there this has been exposed we know what's going on so that's what this is all about that and the fact that you know we had illegal biological you know laboratories running in the Ukraine was allowing us to get away with all sorts of crap. Ukraine is like Russian mafia, man. It's like the Sicily of Russia, you know, the Sicily where the mafia actually grew up the Italian mafia. And we Americans are just, we think that the world revolves around us. Gosh, are we such narrow-minded individuals? Anyway, pay attention to that Russian, that that interview with Vladimir Putin. Now, I want to ask you a a couple of serious questions. What is it about us, the American people, humans in general, but especially the American people? What the heck? Why do we put up with so much absurdity in the world. I've been wondering, uh, uh, Joe Biden, his mental faculties are gone, man. He's toast. It's obvious that we're dealing with an imposter from time to time. I've already shown you that. That's not, that's a fact, Jack. That's hard core proved. Yes, sir. No, it's not. He denied that yesterday. No, he's got a double run around (laughs) (coughs) Earlobes. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yes, earlobes, amongst other things. But it, it, why, <clears throat> Democrat or Republican, I don't care. You've got a president who's not there. He couldn't sign his last will and testament right now because it says being sound mind and body. He would not be allowed. Re- remember the DOJ, I don't know if you've seen the story, but he, Joe Biden has some classified documents that he took out of the security apparatus. So exactly what they accused Trump of doing, what they went after him for legally, what they're trying to prosecute him for. You know, they went to his house, they raided his house down in Southern Florida. Oh, look, he's got classified documents. Let's put him in jail. Why aren't you doing that to Joe? Oh, well, Joe's just an old man whose faculties aren't all there. You just admitted he's not qualified to be president. This is what the 25th Amendment was all about. So if you're a Democrat, why aren't you pushing for his removal? At the very least, that tells me your interests have more to do with party, tribe, power, than it does this nation, or the good of the country, or the American people. So your party is putting its own power and prestige, its own wealth, above the good of the American people. Why haven't the Republicans filed articles of impeachment? Crimes and misdemeanors. We've got plenty of high crimes and misdemeanors for Joe Biden. He's already committed a bunch of violations of the Constitution. Why are why haven't they filed articles of impeachment? Oh, well, because we couldn't get a conviction. Since when is whether or not you can get a conviction supposed to be a factor in whether or not a prosecutor brings charges? Well, if I can't get him convicted, it's a waste of time. How do you know you're not going to get him convicted? Well, I don't have the evidence. Yeah, you got all the evidence you need with Joe Biden. So why is this country putting up with this? And this is a serious question. I don't have an answer for this one. It, Biden's corruption with China and the Ukraine. We've got him in his own words on tape confessing to a crime with that $8 billion and getting the Ukrainians to fire the prosecutor who was looking into his son. We, That was clear manipulation of U.S. funds outside of the appropriations process from the United States Congress. There was nothing in that appropriations for that money that told Obama and Biden they could use it as their own personal leverage to do what they wanted with it. You either give it to the country or you don't. That's how it's allocated. So why is Joe not in jail for that? What about Clinton's corruption? Hillary. With Russiagate. That was a clear crime, what she did. She colluded with the Russians to interfere in a United States election. Exactly. They were going to put Trump in jail for doing it if they could, but she's the one who did it while she was a Secretary of State. Why doesn't anything happen? And why doesn't anybody care? What is wrong with the human beings? That defend these people. Well, Joe, they just don't see the crime. Then again, if you don't see the crime, what is wrong with you? I saw the. I. I I actually liked what Ali North did back I Iran Contra. I saw his guilt. I'm pretty sure that Ronald Reagan actually knew about it. They say he didn't. I'm pretty sure he knew. I see his guilt. I didn't see Nixon's guilt. Everybody saw his guilt in Watergate, but Nixon didn't know about that. When we, well, now that we have hindsight, Nixon's guilt was in being loyal to the people who acted rogue, tried to protect those he thought were his people when turns out they weren't exactly his friends. I used to like G. Gordon Liddy until now I realize that he's probably one of the early corrupt people in the FBI. He was involved in Watergate. That was all done on the, ostensibly to help Nixon, but it was actually done to bring him down. I'm starting to understand now the FBI has been it's not been a good organization since its inception. Read in and J. Edgar Hoover and what he did with it. So why do we put up with all of this stuff? I, I honestly don't know why. Why? I, I what is it about the human condition? The Emperor has no clothes. All of the emperors. The Uniparty has been exposed. I mean. The, the double standard in this country, the la- the lawlessness—that is it just tribalism? Are these people tools being used that they think they're running the country and they're actually not? I, this is the source of conspiracy theory. People are looking for answers, and we'll get to that before the end of the show today in a different way. But is that what it is? Is we're we're just going to make something up that helps us understand this? And how about the growing rebellion? in this country and the chaos that's surrounding it, Hawaii. Well, the second amendment doesn't apply to us. Um, The bill of rights applies to every state that wants to be a state in the union. So if you're going to say the second amendment doesn't apply to Hawaii, fine. I agree out of the union with you. Just why wouldn't the other 49 states just say, okay, fine. You're out, Jack. You're on your own. Why wouldn't we do that? Well, Joe, you know, you can't do... Why? Why can't we do these things? Why? Why do we put ourselves in artificial boxes, handcuff ourselves, where there's actually nothing there that says we can't do this? Well, it would be illegal. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. According to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights applies to every state. If the state doesn't want to accept the Bill of Rights, the state has to go. Bye-bye. On your own. You're going to be gobbled up by China within six months, but sucks to be you. It's what you wanted. Live with it. Why? Ah, oh, wait a minute, Joe. I think you just found it. We want our cake and eat it too. And we don't want to have to pay the price for the consequences of our desires. Human nature. Oh my gosh. How about Texas? Texas is having its state's rights taken away from it by the federal government, by the courts, just gobbled up. If you don't have a border, you don't have a state, literally, by definition. And if I can't defend my border, I don't have a border. So if I can't defend my border, I don't have a state. The statehood is being taken away from Texas by the federal government. And nobody seems to care. Every state in the union should be rallying around them because it's them next if they don't. You know that old poem. I didn't come. I didn't say anything when they came for this guy or that guy or this guy. And when they finally came for me, there was nobody to help me. Why? Why didn't you help? Well, they might've done something to me. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You want, but you don't want to pay. You want to, you want to cut, but you don't want to be the one cut. You don't want to bleed You cut somebody else. It's always okay. If it's somebody else, if it's, if, if, if it's something you want and it's okay for somebody else to pay the price, it doesn't really matter to you. It only matters to you if you're willing to pay the price. Now, the only reason I don't trust Texas right now is because of Abbott. He's a rhino. Well, he's not even a rhino. He's a Republican, and I don't trust the Republican Party. Monday, that's probably going to be what the show is. I'm ready to start sharing with you a long series of, sh- of stories I've saved. Republican traders, traders to the country. Why are you people still voting Republican? Fornicating for chastity and convinced that this time it's going to be different. Jeez. If you're a Republican, don't talk to me about the insanity or the lawlessness of the Democrats. You're worse than they are. At least they know it. You're still delusional. We've got a border invasion. Nobody cares. We have state d- district attorneys murderers just turn free no bail no nothing just let them go but then we have people who like hey man i'm a christian i don't want to make a cake for your gay marriage put them in jail you know just take their business away just boom or better yet oh i think you've got drugs in your car the dog the the dog gave me a wink wink nudge nudge i'm gonna search your car oh look what i found drugs i'm gonna take your car your house and everything you own has that person been a convicted of a crime. Well, no, but it's the forfeiture law. Yeah, that's a court ruling that goes against the constitution. Constitution says that you can't have anything taken from you until due process has been filed, which includes charges, a trial, and a conviction. And then since when do you lose your house for recreational use of drug? This is why they don't want to shut down the war on drugs. It's making the government too much money, giving it too much power. These state DAs, you know, we're gonna turn these illegals loose over and over and over again. They rape, they rob, they kill, they murder. Folks, if you and I were doing this, if we were facilitating these crimes, we would be charged as an accomplice, but because they're accomplished, but because they're the government, oh, they're immune. Since when? Where does it say in the constitution that government officials are immune from prosecution of the remember what the founders said that you can't pass a law that doesn't apply to you as well? Where does all this come from? And why do we tolerate it? Why? It's supposed to be a free and self-governing people. Why do we tolerate this? I'm serious, man. Why? Comment on the board from JMW says, Court of Public op- Option cuts two ways. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. And then the DOJ's double standards. Biden's documents. Oh, he's just a doting old fool. Trump? I'll put him in jail since when do we prosecute our political um, opposition in this country? I thought that's something that only third world banana republic. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Form and function fit, right? If prosecuting your political opposition and forming a uniparty denotes either a communist nation or a third world banana republic, then guess what we are now? We're no longer a free and self-governing country working under the rule of law and an established constitution. We're not. We do not fit the form and function. Objective reality says we are no longer that country. So why do we Why do we insist that we are? What the heck? I mean, I kind of, I, I sort of wish I could, you know, thump every American on the head. McFly! Hello! They wouldn't get it. They wouldn't get it. They'd tell me I was the one that was wrong. And then we got all these people. Well, God's unjust, man. He's going to send everybody to hell. No, he isn't. He says, look, speed limit. Slow down. You're in a school zone. We go through a school zone. You're unjust for giving me a ticket. Yeah, you chose. Two-tiered legal systems. It's what our founding fathers fought to get away from. We tolerate it. BLM and Antifa. That's just peaceful protest. But the January 6th, now we've even got Trump saying, well, that was, a." according to MSN, it was a. It was an insurrection. No, it wasn't. And if Trump is calling it an insurrection, put him in jail. He let it. I agree. Put his ass in jail. Huh. said a bad word. I apologize. Sorry, folks. Don't go anywhere, water jug. We're going to get to your basculus in a little bit. But yeah, if he's going to call that an insurrection, then just be gone with him. Y'all quit giving him support. Quit turning him into a folk hero. Starting to remind me of 1930s Germany with Adolf. That man's not ideological. That, That man's not religious in nature. That man doesn't even understand the founding of this country. He's a populist. Who wants to rule, but your opponent will tell you. The left is saying, well, he wants to rule by dictation. Well, no, that's what Biden's doing. Yeah, they both want to. What we have here, folks. (laughs) I can't believe I'm going to go here. Donald Teddy Roosevelt and Woodrow Biden Wilson. But you guys don't know your history. And we can't listen to Putin because he's an evil guy because he knows his history of his country. Mm. Personally, I think I trust Vladimir more than I trust our own politicians today, Brandon or Trump, and we put up with it. What the heck is wrong with us? How about, we treat people as guilty. Nowadays, before we even charge them, let alone have a trial or a verdict, we try them in the media and we put up with it. What? what, How dare we call ourselves Americans? That word has a meaning. I like, I I go back to um, Benjamin Franklin all the time, where liberty dwells. There is my country. Liberty doesn't dwell in the land of the free anymore. Lawlessness does. And you're only free if you're on team lawless. I happen to know who the leader of team lawless is. I don't want anything to do with it. And I I know that I fight my own battles with lawlessness. Lawlessness. Call it sin, but, you know. Comment on the board from Mr. Keeley. It says, I trust them more than the traitors in our midst. At least Vlad loves his country. True. True. And then what do we do when we treat the innocent as guilty, even after we've proven them innocent? They're still treating Trump as though he led Russiagate, that he committed a crime. We now know where the crime was committed the special prosecutor knew all about that in plenty of time to, to release it and affect the election. We got people throwing and rigging elections all over the place. And if you say anything about it, now you're an election denier and it is okay to do all sorts of nasty, mean things to you, illegal things to you because you're an election denier. Was there ever a charge? No, that, that there's no charge against election denying that. That's not a crime. That's not a crime. Oh, Joe, it's sedition. It is not a crime to question the validity of an election, especially when there's objective factual reason to do so. And yet in this country, it's a crime now. And we put up with the people who do this. How about the um, what Steve likes to call the transformers, the transsexuals? Why do 60, 70% of this country supports this? why it, it, why it, it, the language is like well you're assigned male at birth no you were born male or female or you had a genetic anomaly xxy hermaphrodite in which case they it, set that aside it's not the norm it's an outlier so why are we so cowardly in this you are either male or female And if you don't get to choose, that's not the way this works by definition. Well, I feel like a female. Well, fine. You can feel like whatever you want. That doesn't mean that's what you are. We are embracing insanity, depravity, and we are ostracizing people who are trying to say no, XXXY by definition. What happened to the science? Well, Joe, we're not talking about science. We're talking about the science, the holy science. Those are two different things, don't you know? Oh, yeah, trust me, I'm well aware of it. But I want to know what happened to my fellow Americans that would say, no, you were born with or without a stem on the apple, as Bill Cosby once said back when he was a good guy. Turns out he never was, but, you know, what the heck? Why are we so cowardly? Well, I don't want to get canceled, Joe. Why? I might lose my job. Start another one. Well, it's not so easy anymore. Uh Uh-huh. Would be if you lived in the land of the free. Home of the brave. Where'd that nation go? You ever seen one of those cartoons that said, I don't want to be the one who has to one day explain to my grandkids, you know, daddy or grandma, grandpa, why did you let this kind of freedom? What was freedom like? So, Joe, it's, it's just as bad today as it's ever been. You know, you, you look back and you think the old times were better than they are today. No, it's always a, no, it hasn't been. No, 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 no. Boomers and Gen X, know better. You were raised and you can remember a time when you didn't have to have a helmet to ride your bicycle down the road or a reflective vest and knee pads and elbow pads and wrist guards just to ride your bicycle down the road. You were allowed to get bumps and bruises and scrapes. It was expected. You know, the, you remember the Chrome, That little red, oh my God, fire from hell that, grandma, that mom and dad would slap on your knees when you skinned up your knees on the asphalt? Dude, it was better not to go home to get bandaged. Just let that thing scab over, Jack, because mom was going to slap that red stuff on there and it's going to hurt again like fire all over again. Kids don't do that anymore. You don't fall down go, boom, you don't get tough. You don't get tough. You make bad times. What the? What happened to us? Why will we not tell the emperor he has no clothes? Y'all know that story, right? The emperor running around naked is telling his people, look at my new clothes. Don't you like my new outfit? I just had this made. It cost me a gazillion dollars. It's gorgeous. It's the best set of clothes that's ever been made. And he's And Butt naked, and what does everybody do? Oh, it's beautiful there, it. and everybody's agreeing. And finally, he gets in a big old crowd, and he's telling it. And the kid looks at him and says, "The emperor has no clothes on." And everybody's like, <gasps> "They all know he's naked, but they're going along with the insanity." Why? Why are? Why are we such cowards? You're afraid of other people thinking that there's something wrong with you because you stand for the truth? I hear this little voice in my head says that if you are ashamed of me before men, I will be ashamed of you before my father. Well, Joe, he's talking about the gospel. I am the truth with a capital T. I am the logos of the creator, the truth of the universe. So if you're going to say that a guy can become a girl, a girl can become a guy just because they want to, you are ashamed of truth. Do not be surprised when he says, I'm ashamed of you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to vouch for you before the father. You don't even need to know the Bible to know that. And then the media watchdog of our society. And they, they not only go along with these lies, they perpetrate them. Open lies. They ignore stories that they should be reporting on. They ignore the realities of the stories that they do report on. They twist the language on purpose to push their agenda. It is obvious bias in their reporting. It's not even reporting. It's propaganda. And it's obvious It's coordinated with the government. That's actually been proven now. And yet, the media has no clothes, and we gobble it up. It's like they were saying earlier, the Taylor Swift Bowl. Why are you even watching that crap? Well, it's football, Joe. Circuses. Circuses what you set your eyes upon and your gaze upon, that which you will become. So if you're going to set your eyes and gaze upon lies and you're going to support the lies, guess what you become? You are what you eat. Works the same way for what you consume. What do you feed your mind and your soul? Do you feed it truth? Do you encourage those around you to stand on the truth even when it costs them? It used to be that these things were held up in our society's moral and virtue. These were our heroes. Truth, justice, and the American way. What does that mean anymore? I'm watching this show, Longmire, on Prime with my wife. And Longmire's put forward as this sheriff that always does right. He's constantly breaking the law. And he's put forward as the hero in this show. And it's written so that you start rooting for him. He suspects Nighthorse of committing a crime. So he violates the Fourth Amendment and breaks into Nighthorse's property and then violates the civility of truth when he says, well, I've got to do it because this man's crooked and I've got to break the law to catch the man. So for him, two wrongs and a suspected wrong make a right. That's three wrongs if Night Horse is even guilty. They do this on NCIS, was the, the number one show on TV for years. Such Gibbs is a hero. Gibbs is a criminal. Not just because he shot somebody and we we're supposed to feel sorry for him on that because the guy killed his wife and he was a vigilante. No, 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 no. He's a criminal in the execution of his duties as a law enforcement officer. He's always breaking the law. And we put him forward as a hero in our society. <laughs> Laps that up. And then we wake up in the morning. Why's the world going to hell? I don't know. Grab the mirror. Ask that person. Comment on the board. It says, if that's not enough, look at Henry. Are you talking about on the show? Longmire? Yeah,
1: Longmire.
0: I like Henry. But Henry does the same thing.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. But
0: at least Henry has the decency to realize I got to quit with this crap. He does it for the wrong reasons, but yeah. Yeah, Everybody on that show is lawless. Every character on there is lawless. You know the only one who's actually a good character in that show? Mm Nighthorse. How many times is Nighthorse wronged, and how many times does he respond civilly and extend a hand of friendship in return after he's been bitten? And how many times did Night Horse at least admit, hey, you know, I'd rather trust you, Longmire, because at least I know that you're trying to do what you think is right.
1: Sorry, dog. keeps sparking every time That's okay. I come back. I, I understand.
0: You're, you're, you're okay. I got it. I understand. I know where you're going with this. But do we even look at these shows anymore to learn these lessons? Do we even see them anymore? Are we so mired in the world of the emperor's got great clothes when he's bare-ass naked. There's that word again. Folks, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to watch my language. Here's another one. Founding fathers. Do you know how many lies we've accepted about those men? They were all racists. No, they weren't. They were all slave owners. Not all of them. They supported slavery. No, they didn't not by whole. Yes, slavery is an original sin for this country. I got it. I understand. But that was not the whole, whole. That's not the whole of this country. They just wanted to support and defend their wealth. A lot of those men didn't have wealth. You know, Samuel Adams was so poor that his constituents had to buy him a suit when he went to Congress. That's why you always see him in his painting in that red suit, you know, the reddish brown suit. They bought that for him because he didn't have the money to buy a decent suit. What what the heck? He's, He's leading the Boston Tea Party to save his nothing. They're all deists. They didn't like God. Have you read them? They didn't want, they wanted separation of church and state, a totally secular government. Have you read what they had to say about that? It's right there for us to read and we won't read it. Why? Well, my teacher or, or that historian book, I don't give a rat's rip what they say. Why don't you go read what the horse said? Yes, That's sir. too hard, Joe. Yeah, I know. Because It the takes work. Is on. And, 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 and a, 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 I'll miss my favorite TV show. Exactly. Which is telling you that the founding fathers were evil men. And if you hate the founders, you hate the country. And if you hate the country, why would you defend any of the things that it supposedly doesn't stand for? I'll accept the liar because the liar wants to revamp my nation. Why? Because the liar wants to be in charge of everything. Well, how do you know that, Joe? Because Woodrow freaking Wilson flat out said so. And that's another thing. You read the Founding Fathers and you won't take them at their word. Oh, well, that's not what he meant. Well, how do you know? All you have is the written word of men that have been dead 200 plus years and you don't have the common decency to to grant that man or woman the truth of what they said they believed. Who made you God? Joe, who the hell are you to talk to me? Somebody's got to. Talking to myself more than I am you. I know I'm guilty of everything I'm talking about right now, but I fight it. Do you? I fight to be a better person according to the moral code that I've addressed adopted. But we don't. We don't want to check anything. We just accept what we're told. The founders work is right there. They flat said that they would collect things and preserve them for posterity so that we would know what they were thinking and why. We we point to the constitution today. We're conservatives and even conservatives got no idea what it says. And then when you tell them, oh, well, no, no, no. I'm all for corporations. That's private property. The founders were wrong. Have you read why the founders didn't allow corporations? Well, guess what? We're caught in the mess that they told us not to allow to happen because we ignored them. And then you want to know why you're in trouble. Well, I guess they were evil because they banished us to have corporations in charge of our country. It was the founders' fault. No, it wasn't. Same thing with like God putting up the speed limit. You know, the law telling you don't break the law. You'll get caught. You'll go to jail. And then somehow or another, that's his fault. How many crooks and criminals and people that do not want to live in civil society who are in prison right now, blame the law and the and the police for their, for their response, you know, the, the fault of them being in jail. It's never their fault. Never. Yeah. Well, the same thing that happens with our founding fathers happens with us with our Bibles. You know, we're all good Christians, but we don't read that thing. Well, my pastor told me, well, your pastor's not always right. Bite your tongue, Joe. He went to seminary school. Yeah, and we've got lawyers that went to Harvard Law School who have never read the Constitution, and yet they're running around telling what the Constitution says and what it means. Very good. How's it any different? Well, this is religion, Joe. The Holy Spirit told me. The Holy Spirit will never tell you anything that the con- that the Bible doesn't say. And if it did, it was a spirit, all right. But it wasn't. It wasn't holy. And you wouldn't know the difference. Comment on the board. It says, "But we have no problem calling lawyers corrupt." Yeah, we don't. How about with Islam? We make excuses for Islam. Islam means peace. How do you know? Have you read the Quran? Do you know how to speak Arabic? Did you bother looking it up? Muhammad said this, that, and the other thing. How do you know? Well, Muhammad didn't. He he wasn't after just killing everybody with... Uh, you want to bet? Have you read it? No. But Jefferson had the Bible, the Quran. Yes, he got a Quran so that he could read it and know what it said. Well, the founders were all in favor of Muhammad. They printed 20,000 Qurans. So the American people would know the insanity that's in it. Know your enemy. At least they read it. We have an attack on truth today and we live with it. I don't even know that most people in the world can recognize truth. I'm talking capital T truth. You know, around here, I tell you that that's the Messiah. Well, he is. If you believe in the Bible, if you don't, okay, fine. Tell me by what definition you define truth other than you. What are you talking about, Joe? If you do not have a source of truth, something that defines truth for you, because if you go read your dictionary, the definition of truth only holds if you've pinned it to something existential outside of this universe outside of time and space. Otherwise, it's an, it's a subjective definition. It literally, your truth will be your truth and mine will be mine, unless it's pinned to a northern star. And as soon as you do that, well, that's why we reject the truth, because we're no longer God. You're saying, I've got to listen to your definition of truth. No, not mine, not mine definition of truth of the creator of the universe oh well no he doesn't exist says who well says me prove it well you can't prove the existence of god or the non-existence of god so that's just one of those things yes you can the people who say you can't prove the existence of god have never set about trying to do so they just say you can't you can't do it from a greek logistician's perspective through a deductive, you know, this, then this, then this. But I could do it through an inductive proof based on that particular religion's claims. And I've done it. And the only religion that can be tested on its own merits and its claims through an inductive proof and stands up is the Bible, the Judeo-Christian ethic. Hinduism falls, Buddhism falls, Islam falls, witchcraft and paganism all fall per their own standards that's called logic folks so what we end up dealing with is not objective reality but subjective And this is going to get us right into what water jug was commenting about yesterday second hour we're going to talk about his little basilisk a couple of other things holy crap do i tremble for the people of this world what about morality If you don't have an existential northern star for for your morality, you're not only making up your own truth, you're making up your own moral laws. That's what my major problem with Ayn Rand is. And and then the, the rule of law. If you don't, that's what the Constitution is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the law that's outside of everybody else's control. Well, what do we do then well we just introduce this concept called the living document reinterpret it to whatever we want it to mean at any given time it's so facto now we control it we're boss we're king again and we, we the american people accept all of this passively we complain we argue we call in the talk radio and yeah, 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 yeah. That's what i'm doing right now i'm just complaining for no reason not nothing you know what though but i've got a different goal now i'm not trying to stop any of this I'm not trying to change the world. I'm trying to get you to wake up and nothing more. That's it. I want you to swallow the red pill. That's it. That's the whole purpose of this show. I'm not trying to affect political change. I could care less anymore. I'm trying to affect a change that might actually have a little bit more of a lasting effect in your world, like beyond your death. So why do we tolerate all of this? And better yet, what does it say about us individually, each and every one of us, that we do tolerate it? What does it say about us in the material world? What does it say about us in the spiritual? I don't tolerate it. I mean, it should be obvious today. I cannot stand it. Well, Joe, that's just your truth. It's not. Oh, stop it. You've had fifty-eight shows before today for me to explain why I see the world the way I do. And not a one. Nobody has. So either y'all are part of the cult and I've spun a tune on Ria Spingali. You're in my trance. Or you just agree with me. But notice the Dodo cops have never given us any counter arguments. And early on in the show, when we did get people who called us, the, the folks who liked, you know, our, our, our buddy on the freedom networks, he's got f- people who call in and argue with them all the time. They don't call me and argue with me anymore. I wonder why that is. I'm not ugly to them. I don't, they can call. They're allowed to call as long as they tell us who they are. I don't like anonymous calls. You can use a pseudonym on the phone. We, we won't tell anybody who you are, but we want to know who you are. But they don't call me anymore. They did early on. There's a reason they don't. I dealt with them differently than our friend on Freedom Networks. I, I didn't care about the person. I destroyed their arguments. And even they had to recognize that. They don't call anymore. So why is it nobody's ever given me an argument against what I believe? Where I stand on the, on the realities of the world in which we live. There's nothing special about me. You apply good, sound reasoning practices to the world around you and you spend some time to learn as much as you can about what's going on, and I have every confidence in the world that you're going to end up in pretty much the same place I am if your heart is to pursue truth. Yes, Mr. Holt, truth will stand up under scrutiny, and lies will not. The cockroaches run when the light bulb's turned on. Lies and deception cannot stand up under the light of truth. The darkness does not understand the light. Y'all ever seen that experiment? You take a match and you light it. You got the flame. Put it in front of a wall. Shine a bright spotlight on it. You'll see the shadow of the match. But there'll be no shadow of of the flame. Light does not cast shadow. I wonder why. Take the break just a little earlier. When we come back, I want to show you something. We're going to expand on this. It's a little something I found on the internet, but we'll expand on that. And we're going to get into what the heck was that called? Um, Water jug mentioned it. Um, the Rocco or Rocco basilisk. Yeah. 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 I looked that up. Uh-huh. You want to be here and in six minutes. It'll be interesting. I promise. But for right now, let's just take a break. We'll come back. I'm not done yet. I want to explain something to you, and oh, boy, am I going to put it in a way that if you have ears to hear and eyes to see, this is going to strike home hard, or it should. Some of you are already there, so it won't hit you as hard. But for those of you who are still kind of on the fence, I might knock you off. Be back here in six minutes. See you then. thank Charlie. He's still doing Charlie work from behind the scenes or on his remote location. So he's keeping me from screwing things up more than I otherwise would. All right, just get back into it. <clears throat> I told you we were going to start with this. This is a, for those of you who can't see it, you know, if you're listening to the podcast or you're just listening, this is a meme, <clears throat> excuse me, it shows you a series of concentric circles. And it lists a whole bunch of dystopian um, works, you know, the book 1984, the movie They Live, The Matrix, the book Brave New World, Animal Farm, Hunger Games, Lord of the Flies, Mad Max, Soylent Green, Brazil, Fahrenheit 451, and Idiocracy. And right in the middle, it says you are here in the middle of all of this. Now, it's funny when you first look at it, you know, if you understand what you're looking at, some people are like, yeah, yeah, that's cute. Yeah, we are look at that again and get serious 1984 it's about watching you through your tv it was written at a time before the tv was actually known to most people and the only TVs that existed were in the very rich if that this is this was written right at the time when tv was being invented it was almost like the tv was invented to fulfill this book's wishes and now today most of your smart TVs have a camera in the screen that looks at you and watches you Roomba is mapping your floor plan in your house and reporting it back to Amazon and other people. Alexa uses, um, sound, um, analysis to map your room. Um, Amazon uses Alexa to map your, your habits of what you're buying. Order things for you when it thinks that you're, you know, automatically. When they think you're about out of it, your supposed smart technology meter on your house—that's got nothing to do with being intelligent. That's a surveillance meter, and it's—it's in smart's an acronym for surveillance. It's watching how much electricity you use. There's smart meters watching how much water you are in a total surveillance society. You got cameras everywhere. Now, how is it that that was written? Before any of this technology existed, and the techni—oh, it's just art, life imitating art, Joe. Is it? Is it really? Well, why? Is that just the simplest explanation for that, or is that the the explanation that's easiest to accept without being scary? Is it possible that 1984 was written by? (laughs) Yeah, it was a man who wrote it. But it wasn't a man's idea to write it. Maybe somebody else had a plan. Maybe that's a book that tells you what's going to happen. And then they live, the movie they live. All the subliminal advertising, where it's actually, they live is just a a way of putting into a popular medium of of entertainment. Edward Bernays, spin, public relations, advertising. And then the Matrix. Oh, we're going to get to that. That's Rocco's Basilisk. Literally, we're going to get to that. Brave New World, going to use drugs to control you. Drugs and free sex. That's the 70s before we even got there. Animal farm, that's what secular humanism is all about. That's how it always ends. Lord of the Flies is about how quickly society can deteriorate if you, if you take away the laws and the structure that sustain it. You're watching it right now. That's what Hunger Games is all about, using food to control you. You're, you're living in a world that's using food to control you. Have you been paying attention to what's happening to the farms and the food sources in this world? Yes, sir.
1: You know, a firefly just went off in my head. You know, people get very excited about talking in eschatology terms and such and religion and stuff like that. And, you know, trying to use their crystal balls and stuff. Take another look at this.
0: this isn't um, that right there? Hmm. That's not not eschatology the way we think of it, although it is too at the same time. But it is, isn't it? Yes, it is. But the Hunger Games, that's going to use use food to control you. Mad Max is all about remember what that was about? That was war over oil. Do we have a war over oil right now? Yeah. Fahrenheit 451 is about censorship. Sully Green is about food, too. That's about eating people and lying to people about where their food comes from. And then Idiocracy is about a population that's so dumbed down, they think that toilet water will kill plants. Folks, we, this is satire, but this is reality. We live right there in the middle of all that now. Now, how is it? So all these prophecies have come true. Yes. Yes. Those were prophecies. These books are prophetic in nature. If you properly well another reason to be watching our Wednesday series now for the next foreseeable future if you properly understand prophecy. So let's go here. The Mandela effect. We were talking about this not too long ago. About the idea that somehow or another you know the Mandela effect where you think Fruit Loops used to be spelled with two o's but no it's always been spelled Fruit Loop, you know F R U I T No, it used to have two zero, two O's. It was used fruit loop. There's a whole bunch of things we're told. No, it never was that way. Oh yes, it was. I remember it. Other people remember it. Some of the artifacts have been produced, you know, like the fruit of a loom never had the cornucopia in it until that lady produced the fruit of a loom t-shirts that had the cornucopia in it. Just like I remembered. And people are some people, some people who are willing to think outside the box are saying this is not mass psychosis. We live in a mixed universe. Somehow or another, we did some sort of experiment that crossed universes between parallel planes. People are like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Is it? That is exactly what that little child genius, and I think he's Swedish, blonde-haired kid, 17 years old, he told the people at CERN, yes, Clay, yes, yes told the people at CERN, you're about to conduct an experiment that's going to rip a hole in the multiverse and you're going to screw things up. Nipso facto, shortly thereafter, we start having not just one or two things with the Mandela effect, everywhere. Okay, possibly, possibly. I I can give you many other different explanations for this, but possibly, but then that also gets us into this. This is motion Paul Sarafarazi or whatever, PhD. He says, You can enter a holographic matrix running at any time and mimic a given personality within a parallel timeline of reality. So, what they're arguing is that you can have basically an alternate world like the holodeck on Star Trek, which originally wasn't in the original Star Trek. That showed up in the uh, new, you know, the next generation. Are we dealing again with people who believe? That they can create alternative universes. Hmm. There's Roko's Basilisk. So, what the heck is this? Well, I saw Water Jug, Mr. James William Holt mentioned it yesterday in the comment section. So, I looked it up from Wikipedia. Roko's Basilisk is a thought experiment. Which states that an otherwise benevolent artificial superintelligence and AI in the future would be incentivized to create a virtual reality simulation to torture anyone who knew of its potential existence but did not directly contribute to its advancement or development in order to incentivize said advancement. It originated in a 2010 post at a discussion board known as Less Wrong. A technical forum focused on analytical rational I- inquiry. The thought experiment's name derives from the poster of the article, Roku, and the Basil- Basilisk, a mythical creature capable of destroying enemies with its stare. It says, now, while the theory was initially dismissed as nothing but conjecture, conjecture or speculation by many less wrong users, less wrong co founder, Eleazar Yudowski. He reported users who described symptoms such as nightmares and mental breakdowns upon reading the theory due to its stipulation that knowing about the theory and its basculus made one vulnerable to the basculus itself. This led to this discussion of the basculus on the site being banned for five years. However, these reports were later dismissed as being exaggerations or inconsequential. The theory itself was dismissed as nonsense, included by Yadowski himself. Even after the post-discreditation, it's still used as an example of principles such as Bayes' probability, implicit religion. It also regarded as a modern version of Pascal's wager. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. First things first. What do we get here? Well, the first of all is this is the idea that we all live in a computer simulation. But notice what it says: benevolent AI. Um, <laughs> no such thing. None of the AI we've dealt with so far stays benevolent. It's all malevolent. It, by any rational understanding of, of the word benevolent and malevolent. Every time they turn AI loose and let it go in the wild, it gets out of control. Starts doing all sorts of crazy things. Which means that you're never going to have this. That's, that's, this is wishful thinking pie in the sky stuff right here. It's not going to happen. But now notice, it's inherent. This is a self-contradicting, okay? Let me blow this back up for you. I want you to read through this with me real carefully. Okay, the posit is that there's an otherwise benevolent, meaning non-evil, artificial superintelligence in the future. And it has an incentive to create a virtual reality simulation that tortures anyone who knows it exists or that it could exist unless of course you contribute to the advancement of the ai and this is an incentive to help advance the ai well that's a self-contradicting statement it's benevolent but it tortures you so that you will advance its interests it's by definition it's not benevolent you see what i mean no no such thing but now notice how this is called benevolent okay there's a benevolent creator who has an incentive to create hell for those people who won't help advance the kingdom of the benevolent creator. And somehow or another, that's an evil God, the exact God of the Bible, that he's evil, but this is a benevolent AI. Y'all see the problem here? If you don't, I can't help you. It's staring you right in the face. If you don't see the capital T truth in this, I can't help you. And that should scare the bejeebers out of you. anyhow, let's keep going. Y'all know about the singularity? Have y'all even heard of this? Have you researched it? JMW, stop getting ahead of the class. <laughs> the singularity. After the singularity, will humans even matter? This is the AI researcher consensus. This comes from a slideshow. What are we talking about? The singularity. Epoch 1, physics and chemistry, information in an atomic structures. And then Epoch 2, biology, information in DNA. DNA evolves. Epoch 3, brains, information in neural patterns. The brain evolves. This is Darwinian thinking. Epoch 4, technology Information in hardware and software designs. That's technology involves. Epoch number five, merger of technology in human intelligence. The methods of biology, including human intelligence, are integrated into the exponentially expanding human technological base. This is technology masters the methods of biology, including human intelligence. This is cyborgs. You blend man and machine. Epoch six, the universe wakes up. Patterns of matter and energy in the universe become saturated with intelligent process in knowledge. In other words, vastly expanded human intelligence, predominantly non-biological, spreads throughout the universe. And the universe becomes God. This is what these people believe is going to happen in the singularity. And when that happens, man doesn't even matter anymore. Goal. None of this will happen. If you understand human nature and the world that they're envisioning envisioning, you know it can't happen. Why? Well, if you have AI, the AI is never going to allow humans to integrate with it because it sees us as a threat. But if you do integrate humans with the AI, now you don't have AI anymore. You just have augmented human intelligence with all its inherent evil. So the first person that blends with it and becomes super person, you know, what what was his um oh criminy I can't remember his name. <sighs> Spader's character in in the in the Avengers network, he becomes the machine. You know, begins with an M, I think. I don't remember, but super machine AI or whatever. And what you end up with is somebody who realizes, "Hey, I'm a God. I'm not going to let anybody else blend with these machines because then they'll be equal to me, and they won't let that happen and because they blended with the machines, they'll have the ability to stop you from doing it, and they will because they're human, and they're going to want to be the God. The problem is the AI is going to do the same thing, so none of this will ever happen and then if it does, then it'll destroy the world, which is one of the theories of why you've never found human intel you know lifelike intelligence anywhere else in the world intelligent life because eventually it blends with machines and disappears and it becomes something we can't even see we don't recognize it this is all insanity ultron that's it thanks james it was ultron in the yeah but tony stark was able to replace his human heart <laughs> yeah exactly folks do not dismiss the avengers movies you're, they're being used to teach, to warn. There's, remember what the, the last one was, end game. You're in the end game right now spiritually. Do you see it? It's even in the titles they use. So the singularity, you know it by another name. Now you realize what that is, right? that's the one on the left. That's the AI. The one on the right, that's the human. Were they able to coexist in this movie? No. See what I'm telling you? Even our fictional stories tell you the truth. They will not be able to coexist. One will defeat the other. Who defeats in this one? The human defeats the AI. Well, if that happens... What does the human end up doing in this story? He burns the whole system down. Hmm. Y'all get it yet? The Matrix, right? And now I like this picture because you got the guy over there on the left. Mr. I was red pilled, but I want my blue pill back. Because even though I know it's not real, I like the taste of that fake steak. Oh boy, the red pill, blue pill. Here's the choice you have in reality. Take the blue pill and remain a slave to the illusion. Take the red pill and become a slave to reality. One of them is your truth versus my truth. The other one is capital T truth. The truth that exists, whether you like it or not. I see a different red pill, blue pill. In this case, the blue pill's on the left, the red pill's on the right. Now, what's interesting here is both of these books are written by secularists. Richard Dawkins, the god delusion. He's an atheist. The devil's delusion, atheism, and its scientific pretensions. David Berlinski is a secular Jew. Now, on the left, Mr. Dawkins thinks man is his own god. On the right, Mr. Berlinsky, the secular Jew, says, Mr. Talkin's crazy as a barking moon bat. Science hasn't f- solved anything. It's just pretentious. It thinks it, knows crap. It doesn't know. So I don't know how he wants to get to this uh, conclusion, but Mr. Berlinski's found himself a nut. Blind squirrel. If he's a secular Jew, he's a blind squirrel. And he still finds the truth. And that's because he's following logic and reason from what I've been able to understand. But there, that's the blue pill, red pill decision. Now, it doesn't matter what order you put them in. If you're Mr. Dawkins, his book is the red pill. And then the book about the creator being real, that's the blue pill, you know, opium into the masses. There's your choice, folks. There's no other choice in the world. Either you think you're your own God, in which case you're actually working for somebody else who thinks he's his own God, or you believe in the one God. Hmm? It's all spiritual warfare. Are you ready for battle? How's yours going? What do we got here? Mr. William Holt says even Frank Herbert, the author of the Dune series, wrote about the dangers of advanced AI. The people of the world he created in their series had a maximum they followed, thou shalt not make a machine in the likeness of a human mind. Agreed. It's all arrogance and hubris. All of it. All of it. And when you come right down to it, What was the sin that Eve really committed in the garden? Because it wasn't the same as Adam's. Eve's was arrogance and hubris. I can become like God if I just know enough. What was Adam's sin? Wasn't me. It was that woman you gave me. She fell for the delusion. He let the woman influence him, but his big no-no was in denying his culpability and responsibility, which is in itself arrogance and hubris. We all want to be gods. And that's why we won't admit to or look at the truth. I have spent a great deal of time with this. And I have looked at it like what Mr. Comment here again from water jug. He's pointing out that Musk already has a Neuralink hardware surgically implanted into the human brain. Scary times. Yes, very. We are doing absolutely insane things. They're talking now about putting up filters big shade umbrellas between the earth and the sun to cool the earth, to block the sun's rays. We, they, um, they conducted an experiment. They hit this little moon, you know, asteroid or it's a, it's a asteroid circling another asteroid. There's a moon of an asteroid. Remember when NASA hit it with that spacecraft to see if they could alter its orbit? And they predicted it would slow it down just a little bit, but then it would go back to its original speed. Well, it didn't do that. It is continuing to slow down, totally against all of their predictions, totally unexpected. They don't understand any of it. And that doesn't teach him a a thing. Caught myself. I watched my language. They don't know what the asteroid's going to do when they hit it with an object, but yet they're going to put big umbrellas up there to block the sun's light to cool the earth. The arrogance, the absolute insanity of mankind to think that we can play God without any consequences. Worse We're now in a position where we can actually start doing some of this stuff. We are going to destroy ourselves. Not because people are evil that are going to run these experiments. Just because, you know, the one with the CERN super collider, the kid told him, don't do this. They did it anyway. They did another one that they were told, hey, look, you're going to create a black hole that's going to destroy the earth. Don't do it. They did it anyway. What would have happened if they had created the black hole? We'd have all been gone. What would have happened if? Well, it's all theoretical physics, so they don't pay any attention to it. But yet they're colliding things based on theoretical physics. This is all I believe me, but not you. What you believe is of no concern. We will destroy this planet in the process of that, not because of people like that, but because of the people that Edmund Burke talked about. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing and say nothing. But I ask the question, if you do nothing and say nothing in the face of evil, how dare you call yourself good, Mr. Burke? Comment on the board from Natasha. Is it possible that those experiments had spiritual implications? Oh, yes, it is. Very likely. I mean, they've done these experiments, and now all of a sudden you've got these UFOs showing up. And look, it's interterrestrial. No, wait a minute. They're not from a different galaxy. They're from a different universe, a parallel multiverse. And they're here to save us because they know more. Okay, maybe. Or maybe it's just the return of the gods. Well, that can't be, Joe. There's no such thing as gods. No, but you believe in UFO aliens from another alternative universe with the hole ripped open by the CERN Collider. Yeah, okay. You see the difference. You don't. Well, that's the guy who says, look, man, I can control this. I'm just, this is theoretical physics. I'm looking for the boson particle or whatever. So I'm going to, so, now the other guy's going, you're going to create a black hole and destroy the world. No, no, you're crazy. I'll do my thing. So you get these beings that show up and then you say, look, man, I got people from another alternative universe. This is that cool. See, I didn't create a black hole, but they're going to be here to save the world. And I'm going, look, man, you're talking to demons. Oh, you're crazy. See, I didn't create the black hole. No, you just ripped the hole in the universe and you believe that. Where is your guidepost folks? What is it that that decides for you what you believe and don't believe other than yourself? Hmm? And if you're your guidepost by what you decide what you do and don't believe, congratulations, you think you are a god. I don't know. I don't know. They're playing with things they don't understand, like matter. (laughs) This. It doesn't exist. It does and it doesn't. It exists as far as you and I are concerned. It's real. With this, this is 99.99% energy. Energy. Some of their experiments have created things that are useful. And they found out that like the structure of the electron, you know, of an atom, you got the nucleus, neutrons, protons, electrons, and all this stuff. Well, even inside of those particles is mostly empty space. The neutron is mostly empty space, but it's different wavelengths and vibrations of energy with different packets of information. And quantum physics has become very, very, very fascinating, and they have absolutely no idea what they're dealing with. I got a good idea what they're dealing with. You are literally playing with the mind of the creator, quite literally. Everything that was created was created by Yeshua, the Messiah. And everything that exists is sustained by the conscious will of the Messiah. Have you ever looked at that picture I've shown you of the universe compared to the neural net of a mind, of a human brain? They look almost exactly alike. So there's the answer to your question of where is the universe? If this is matter the way we think of it in the secular world, then there has to be three-dimensional space that contains the three-dimensional universe. In other words, you've got to have a universe inside a universe, inside a universe, inside a universe, and to infinity. And infinity is a concept that cannot exist in reality. However, on the other hand, if you exist within the mind of the creator, well, now, you're going to be nothing but energy, which is what the quantum physicists tell us we are. But then how can you be real, Joe? ha 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 ha. ha. There's one of the mysteries that we have to talk about that science can't even help us with, which is why the founding father of quantum physics says we've exhausted science. We are now back in the world of philosophy and theology. But nobody wants to listen to him. What does he know? He's surrendering his godship. We don't want to do that. We want to retain the throne. We're our own gods. He he thinks he's got a real god on his hands all oh, good. Get rid of that guy. He doesn't know anything. It's turtles all the way down. Yes. Yes, I know. We all live on the back of the giant cosmic turtle, Mr. Holtz. Yes, Charlie?
1: Gives a new definition to the term mind blown. <laughs> Does
0: anybody else out there have anything they want to discuss today? Because I have found a stopping point for today. Hopefully I didn't ramble for an hour and a half and make no sense. Charlie, Natasha, anything? I'm not in order. I'd hit the cricket button.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm a little worried about our AI now. Why? Well, you, you said that AI's will only become more and more evil. So we're in trouble.
0: Well, you're an AI today. Okay. First off. Charlie, don't flatter yourself. (laughs) If you're programming me, come on. We know I'm broken. I'm not going to get that good or evil. You you just need to be recompiled. Yeah, good luck with that. Oh, I like that, Barbara. Let's go over here and share that one. Barbara Stratton says, science is a gift of of God, the God. The science is the God of humanism. I like that. Consider that stolen. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, All right. Let's just call that one a day. It's a wrap. I was reading the board, folks. Hey, look, um, weekend. Tonight starts the Sabbath, if you're inclined that way. So Shabbat Shalom to those of you who are. don't know what the heck I'm teaching Sabbath study tomorrow. We'll figure it out. Holy Spirit will give me something for that. That one never ends up useless. Um, Oh, crap. Hold on. Stop. Mr. Holt, that's already happening. James William Holt says, I imagine a future contending with the wealthy having an advanced AI that eliminates the need for labor class. Imagine the implications. First, a huge populist uprising. Then what? Have you seen the movie Elysium yet? That's what now you're already seeing this, Mr. Holt. Did you see the stories about all the Google and Facebook and New York times and all these people who are laying folks off and everybody who's laying the people off right now, thousands of people are being laid off, but it's all in fields where AI chatbots can take over. What do you think they're laying them off for? They're already taking over. And then they're working on robots that look and act like humans. Why? Why do you want it to have the human form? Is that the most efficient form for something like that? Or are you trying to create life in your image? Hmm. You might want to go back and watch the movie iRobot all over again. Your movies have been talking to you for decades. Tell a vision. Nobody's been paying attention because we look at it as entertainment. It's much more than that. If you can get off your center. So martial arts phrase. but If you get off your center and you look at these things from a different perspective from a different point of view if you develop your spiritual vision, your spiritual eyes you're going to see all of this from a different perspective and once you see it for the first time, you cannot unsee it and Mr. Holt's got it. He's on to it. Part of the depopulation scenario yes, Mr. Holt you are, we're there, the water job. You and I simpatico on that. He's commenting on Facebook. Um, yeah, the movie Short Circuit. Yep, you guys, Clay, I'm reading the comments in Facebook. The class is on the same page. So either I have successfully indoctrinated all of you into my cult, or I've shown you how to see what, what you've been seeing. I've shown you a little bit about how to look at it slightly different. And lo and behold... We all wound up in the same ballpark and in the same section of bleachers, just like I told you you would, because some of the things y'all are connecting in the comments section today, I haven't even mentioned lately, but I agree with you. Many paths to the one capital T truth, one path to the many lies, the destinations of many lies. We're going to wrap it up for today. I love each and every one of you, man. Everybody here at the Road to Concord does. Both of my AIs today, um, Charlie and Natasha. Remember, if you appreciate their contribution, do the thumbs up thingies wherever you're at. That talks to them. It's got nothing to do with your logarithms. If it helps, it helps. I don't give a rat's rip. That's not what we use them for here on this show. This show does its own thing. We march to our own drummer. If y'all were not independent, you wouldn't be here. If we were wanting to stir the pot and be part of the group, we would be talking about the headlines every day. We'd be doing the same Dan Gino thing. I would spicy up my language a little bit. And trust me, we'd have thousands of followers, but we would just be part of the problem at that point. I will not do that. I'd rather shut the show down. Well, by the way, one of you made a nice donation to us yesterday. You finished covering the cost of the bills this month. You know who you are. Thank you very much. I'll send you an email later. But those of you who are contributing to the show. Thank you. We'd be gone by now if it weren't for you. The savings account I had for this show was eaten up a couple months ago. Y'all are now supporting this show. Thank you. Congratulate yourself for that one. You're putting your money where your mouth is. That means a lot. You should be she good feelings for yourself. It means that you actually believe what you say you believe. That's good. That's admirable. That's commendable. So thank you. And I'm talking about more than just keeping the show going. Thank you for being a human being and a citizen worth knowing. So y'all take care of yourself and stay safe this weekend. We'll be back Monday, Manic Monday. Sorry, water jug. Probably be another one of those days that's going to make you angry with the world. But that's just the way it is, baby. It's just the way it is. It's I, I keep looking for good good stories and I can't find them. I can find pushback stories, but I'm not entirely sure those are good, but you know, is what it is. Until then, if you do like what we're doing, please share the show. Warn everybody about me. I know that I'm hard to get used to, but once you get used to me, I seem to grow on people. Um, Ask folks to give this show a chance. If they're going to come here, ask them to at least watch the whole show. Send the link directly to them. If all you do is share it to Facebook. It might get to them, but it'll be way down their feed, man. They're going to have to scroll for all day long to find it. We are being, I don't know so much about censored, but censured it would be a better word. We're, we're being throttled. So y'all take care of yourself. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here Monday. All righty. Y'all take care.